Welcome to the Inform Fitness Podcast, 20 minutes with New York Times bestselling author, Adam Zickerman. In this podcast, we're gonna discuss my original vision for how we started Inform Fitness and where I want Inform Fitness to go and where we think exercise should go in the future. It's nice to see that my original intuition over 20 years ago has been validated by some recent science. So we're gonna bring on some scientists in this industry, some great testimonials from clients that have experienced this. I'm gonna be bringing in musicians and very interesting people, bodybuilders talking about how little they actually work out. It's going to shed some light on some very important topics. All right, welcome into episode two of the Inform Fitness Podcast. 20 minutes with Adam Zickerman and friends. If you stumbled across this episode in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, or YouTube and have not yet had a chance to listen to our first episode, we invite you to go back, give it a listen, because in that episode, you'll hear some important foundational information to help you understand the mission of this podcast and be formally introduced to all the members of the podcast team. But we'll quickly run through the room here and uh, reintroduce everybody. I'll start. Uh, My name's Tim Edwards. I'm the founder of the Inbound Podcasting Network and have been training with the Power of 10 system at the Toluca Lake location in Southern California. And joining me here in the Los Angeles area, just a few freeways away from the Inbound Podcasting Studio, is one of my trainers at Inform Fitness, Sheila Melody. Hey, Sheila. Hi, Tim. How are you doing? I'm coming here from sunny Southern California. It's a beautiful and... day. It's perfect today. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, so- I'm just going to rub that in to our, uh, <laughs> well, to our New York uh, yeah, cohorts. As here. we record this uh, through Skype, we can see uh, our other cohorts here wearing sweaters and jackets. So, probably a little chilly over there across the country on the east side of New York City. We'll start with the GM of the Manhattan Inform Fitness location, Mike Rogers. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up? Yeah, it's like an Arctic fifty degrees here right now. It's it's hell. No, it's actually not so bad. But I just uh, I just uh, came back from Vegas over the weekend, so nice. you know, I'm ready to to recharge, restart, and uh, and recoup. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm excited about the podcast today. <laughs> and of course, the reason we're all here: the founder of Inform Fitness and author of New York Times bestseller Power of Ten: The Once a Week Slow Motion Fitness Revolution, Adam Zickerman. How you doing, Adam? Hey guys, looking forward to this. We got one under our belt, and here we go with uh, with number two. But before we drill down into today's topic, the definition of exercise, exercise versus recreation, let's quickly recap what we discussed in the first episode, Adam, if you don't mind, for our listeners who've not yet listened to that show. What is The Power of Ten? Well, it's the name of my book, Power of Ten, and it, there wasn't a Power of Ten until the book came out, actually. It was just informed fitness. And uh, the premise of Informed Fitness and sub- and then the book was to understand uh, and put exercise in its proper perspective and what we should expect from exercise. And, and ultimately, the premise is that the sole purpose of exercise is to build muscle, to maintain muscle mass as we get older. That, to me, is the number one priority of any exercise plan. And the whole book, Power of Ten, and the whole technique starts there. Uh, the technique, of course... Uh, enters into intensity and safety considerations, as well as balancing exercise with proper nutrition and rest. And there you have the power of 10, balancing exercise, rest, and nutrition, the three pillars, we call it. And on there, that's the foundation. And in there, all the recreational pursuits, the life that you want to live sits right on top of that. But if you want to live the kind of life you want to live, an active life, a happy life, a pain-free life, it starts with exercise, 
rest, nutrition, and everything else follows from there. Adam always says, like you know, the mission of Inform Fitness is to uh, is to provide people with the exercise they need to give them the life that they want. You know, so thank you. Yeah, right. yeah. I could have just said that. <laughs> we need a little more, <laughs> a little more detail. Um, and, and of course, inform fitness, Sheila, why don't you chime in on that? If you don't mind, why inform fitness? Well, I always, uh, say there's a couple reasons for that. One is that we, we want to inform our clients always. We're, we're all informed. We're informing them about, um, why you're doing this exercise, what, it, you know, even to the point of what muscles are working at that particular time. And then we also are real sticklers on performing the exercise in the proper form. So I might find, you know, myself saying, okay, stay in form. And then I go, oh yeah, that's our name. <laughs> and it's perfect. And and that is, we are calling our, our community that we're building here uh, through the Inform Fitness Podcast to Inform Nation, because that's what we're trying to do. If you're listening to this podcast and you're enjoying what you hear and you're, you're, you're becoming educated, you're becoming informed, we invite you to join Inform Nation. We'll have more details on how you can do that at the uh, conclusion of the show. Now, this show is geared towards those who are looking to build muscle, lose fat, maintain cardiovascular health, and maybe even improve uh, whatever it is that you love to do, which really ties nicely into today's topic, exercise versus recreation. And, and briefly, let's go around the room and discuss what are some of the physical activities we all enjoy that might be confused with exercise. Let's start with you, Sheila. Well, what I really love to do around LA especially is hiking, lots of hiking, lots of canyons, hiking, um, and tennis, and um, yoga. Those are things that I actually enjoy doing. So when you're hiking, do you ever go up to uh, to Runyon Canyon? Is that right? Up there off of uh, Mulholland Drive? See some celebrities? Yes. I've <laughs> gone up there. It, that's a very busy hiking area, actually. I prefer to kind of be out here in um, Malibu Canyon area because mm-hmm. it's way more wide open. That's kind of the city hiking area. But there are plenty of places here in Southern California to hike. As, as I'm sure there's plenty of places in uh, New York and the upstate New York and surrounding areas too. Are you a hiker, Mike, or what do you do for exercise or or for recreation, I should say? You know, I like to take a hike oftentimes in life. (laughs) You're told (laughs) to take a hike. uh, (laughs) I I love hiking. I don't do it on a regular basis. It's usually if I'm I'm away or uh, wherever. If I was in California, I'd probably be taking a hike. But, um, you know, I grew up with a a lot of uh, very, very active, every sport. And I did uh, soccer and lacrosse very competitively. Um, As I've gotten older, uh, I sort of phased into triathlon sports like uh, biking, swimming, and running. Um, love cycling the most there, and uh, and um, and even more recently, tennis and golf over the last few years. So uh, so I do a lot of a lot of stuff, and I just have a problem sitting still. So uh, <laughs> like being active is extremely important to me, and uh, you know using my body is very very important to me. So Adam, what do you do? I know you, I, I thought you told stories in the past. You like to ski. I'm a seasonal. Recreator, I mean, during the winter, I, I pretty much are limited to just skiing. Um, and in the better weather, I like to hike, actually. I go fishing. I do a lot of fly fishing. I love fly fishing. Mm. And I'm, uh, we just got a puppy. We just got a puppy. <laughs> so what kind of dog? Um, a golden doodle. So uh, we're gonna, mm. we're gonna, we have some beautiful preserves by our, our house, and we're going to uh, 
start doing some more of those walks and hikes and, with the dog now. And walk the dog. It'll force you outside. And then in New York City, too, uh, do you drive through the city or do you do a lot of walking? To and from. Well, that's another thing. It's a walking city for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Boy, I got. We're on the move all the time. <laughs> I got to take up hiking just to keep up with all of you. That's not something that I've uh, really explored. All I do outside of what I do at Inform Fitness in Toluca Lake is is I play softball once a week, and outside of that, um, basketball with my kid. And, and that's it. So I probably need to get out a, a little bit more often and uh, add to my recreation list. But how is all of this different from exercise? Because all of these things that we're mentioning, one would say, well, isn't that exercise? You're playing tennis a few times a week. You're hiking. Uh, tell us the difference, Adam. This is really, it, it seems like a relatively easy concept to grasp. But you say there's a difference between exercise and recreation. I think once it's once it's explained, it seems easy, but you, you still have you still have uh, pushback. Uh, it's hard for people who have been told their whole life that you have to be act- active and, and be, be out there, and they've been playing tennis their whole lives and playing soccer their whole lives uh, to tell them that's not exercise. And they're not wrong by by thinking it is in some sense, and that is there's an exercise effect. Again, exercise specifically is to build muscle and get stronger, and there's no doubt that a lot of these sports and recreations, uh, recreational pursuits have an exercise effect in the sense that they do make you stronger. A tennis player is going to get stronger legs from it, uh, a stronger arm or upper body in general from that sport. But that's not necessarily the goal of that recreational pursuit. The goal of that recreational pursuit is to enjoy that recreational pursuit is because you love it. All right, that is the goal of that. The goal of exercise is to make you stronger. And the problem with recreational pursuits being perceived as exercise is that's not the goal of recreational pursuits. And they can get you stronger to an extent, but it comes with its risks. And it's not comprehensive. It's not going to do what you really want exercise to do. It's not going to build your muscles from head to toe. It's going to build them in a very specific way for that particular sport. And that's not a general conditioning program. You don't have to spend a lot of time to get strong, 20 minutes once a week without the risk of getting injury, as opposed to being a weekend warrior uh, or, or, or maybe even more so than, and thinking that, you know, you join a bike club and you're biking on the Wednesday night bike trips and then you have the weekend stuff. And you're thinking you're doing all this because it's, it's, it's in place of your exercise. For people that are saying, well, I don't need to work out or I don't need to, to lift weights or, or do anything because I play tennis three times a week or I golf right. every week. Right. And that's the problem. Right. People are and thinking- we hear that a lot. We hear that. I'm sure Sheila and Mike and myself, we hear that a lot when we do an intake and we say, so have you exercised in the past? And they'll say yes. And they'll start listening to sports that they play. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. And um, we get into that discussion. I said, all right, well, great. I mean, those are great things, and I hope you continue to do them. Or maybe we'll want to do them again once you feel up to it. And that's one way I make that distinction with people, to help them make that distinction. That this exercise program might get, especially if they haven't done their recreational pursuits in a while because they don't feel like they're in shape to do them. Or, or they, they may have hurt themselves in the process of doing them. them. Like tennis players constantly, I, we have them all the time. Like they had tennis, you know, a, a tennis elbow um, or golf golfers with back problems. And it's just like, and it's keeping them off the course. I mean, and to, to so, I mean, that's the thing. It's walking a, like four miles and uh, they get to miss out on that type of thing. And, uh, and it's unfortunate. So I what have I, an interesting yeah. uh, story just personally, as far as, I did, I've done a lot of yoga and I was always doing yoga and then I started to get into do this 
And then when I got certified and I opened uh, the Toluca Lake facility, then it was like, you know, my life got very, very busy and I couldn't go to my yoga class um, for over a year. So, and I go to this very hot, you know, the Bikram yoga, which is an hour and a half. It's very, you know, intense kind of. So I finally made it to a yoga class after a year. And that, this was the testament to me that this works as far as just building your muscle. Because I used to like go to the yoga class and then I'd be off for a couple months and go back. And the first time back, the next day I was so sore, you know, just from doing it. And this time I hadn't been in a year, I went. And even though, yes, it was a little more like a different kind of endurance getting through that class, Mm -hmm. the next day I was not sore. And that was like, oh my gosh, this is because I have been building my muscle and I'm strong. And so it's, it's a, it was a whole different eye opening thing for me. Yeah, I noticed it. I noticed it when the first time I went skiing and I went to high altitude. And when you're coming from the East Coast and you go out to Colorado and you're at 12,000 feet, 11,000 feet, and you do a couple of runs, you really feel it. And my ski mates that were living in Colorado were always impressed that the East Coaster, me, actually hung in with them until about three o'clock. They, they went till five, but the fact that I even lasted until three doing the runs that I was doing with them, coming right off the plane from the East Coast, they were impressed. Yeah, I get, I get that as a testimonial. So like probably more often than any other in regards to sports performance uh, or recreational perfor- uh, type of performance uh, in regards to their strength and endurance and ability to stay out on the slopes. I hear it all the time, and I just heard it last week from one of our clients. Uh, he said it's – he specifically – I mean specifically said it's night and day, night and day. And he's a very athletic person already, but he said it's it's absolutely – so clear that the strength training that he did here for only a couple months too, maybe about maybe eight, 10 sessions uh, previous to his skiing. He said it's, it was unbelievable. And frankly, over the, whatever, how long I've been here, 13 years, I think I've heard that the most, at least, you know, a few times a season I hear that, especially from new clients. Yeah. So, so this is the thing I want to say. All right. What Mike just said is very interesting as far as what I would what I would want to know is why why what is happening what about this what is it about this exercise in particular that is actually preparing somebody in some sense to be able to handle a ski trip at high altitudes for the first time even when, when in the past they would need at least three days to adjust to the altitude what's actually happening there physiologically and what is it about our exercise program that's that's causing that but before I get right to that, I just want to sum up this difference between exercise versus recreation. All right, again, exercise has a very specific goal to build muscle and to do it without undermining your health at the same time. And when I say not undermining your health, I'm not necessarily talking about getting hurt right there on the spot. But I also, that, that is part of it, of course, the acute injuries that can happen from lifting something too fast or the wrong way and there, boom, herniated disc, torn muscle. That happens. But I'm also talking about the insidious things that occur that when you don't realize are happening. When you go for those runs and runs and runs five days a week and everything feels okay, but you know, your knee's sore from time to time, but you know, an ice pack and Advil later, it's okay. And you're feeling that year after year, year after year. Next thing you know, it's getting a little bit worse. 
it's getting a little bit worse. Fast forward another five years or so, and you're still doing all that. You're being told you need hip replacement, knee replacement. You have arthritis here. You have arthritis there. Your neck is hurting you now. Your shoulders are hurting you from the repetition. The tennis is not fun anymore. All right, the back is killing you after a tennis game. The knees are killing you. The shoulders killing you. The elbows killing these, these you. These are our experiences. This is direct observations. We've heard these all through the years. It's unbelievable. You know, I think we have a we have a front row seat to these type of complaints too, all the all the time. So, and these are primarily these are people that that probably looked upon their recreational activities as their exercise, as opposed to making their exercise foundational. Exactly. Yes. But now they're saying, okay, this is great. So I, the pressure's off. I don't have to look at these activities or feel guilty that I didn't play tennis this weekend or I didn't run this weekend. I don't have to feel guilty about that. As long as I took the time, 20 minutes about, and worked out really hard, really intensely, which is the whole reason and the whole way you should be exercising. Because what we're finding out is all this magic that occurs, all the strength that we get, all this endurance that we build comes from the magic of pushing your muscles to a, to a level that they rarely get pushed to. And when that happens, all that magic happens, all that change, all that positive change actually occurs. Having said that also, exercise is not about entertainment. The purpose of exercise is to build muscle as quickly and as safely as possible so you can live your life. If you want to have something that's not boring, join a book club, join, join any kind of group where you can have fun. But when it comes to your exercise, just just work out. Do what you have to do. You know, trying to trying to make exercise not boring is, is kind of like trying to make brushing your teeth not boring. Mm. You know, you, you don't consider that because it, it's r- ridiculous to try to change the way you brush your teeth just so you are more entertained during the process, despite the risk you take of having rotten teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you it's, know, it's, this is a challenge, though. I mean, like Adam's points are absolutely valid, and and it's that's the way it is. Uh, I mean, people have to cons- they should consider that if they're really, really taking seriously their health and their and they're thinking about it. I think some the challenge is sometimes uh, is a helping people believe that you can actually get a worthwhile workout in twenty minutes. And we know that you can, and we have hundreds and hundreds of testimonials that you can. But it's uh, uh but sometimes people I think just plan don't believe that you can do it in twenty minutes. That's a and b. I think. Some people they uh, they really uh, they they need to feel like they're distracted if they're exercising, unfortunately, and and that's why they need to be in a spin class with the music pumping and the candles and whatever. And it's uh this that's the challenges that we do have uh, being you know before you experience informed fitness, it sounds very counterintuitive to what mm-hmm. you've been taught to make yourself healthier. But uh, when you experience it, you realize that it, what Adam said is absolutely right. It really is just like. Brush your teeth. You know, you want your teeth to be healthy. Brush and floss. You know, drink water. Still, you know, on that note, from a female perspective, I have found it to be very fun. Are we stopping? (laughs) I found it to be very fun because uh, it's challenging. Women don't typically go to the gym and try to like you know compete or lift heavy weights. I mean, for the most part, I never did. Um, and I feel like it's kind of just a fun little victory every week when I come in and you see other clients, our clients have developed friendships, you know, they're seeing each other come in and out and, you know, they love telling a new client, you know, like, wow, I've been coming for 62 sessions, you know, and, and it's just, they're so proud of themselves. You know, that's what I see. It's, it is, it becomes fun 
not the process, not when you're in that leg press. What's fun for you is, is the results from it. <laughs> What's fun for you is a culture informed fitness that because we all have this, we all feel we have lightning in a bottle and we have this big secret that no one knows about that you can get in the best shape of your life in just 20 minutes. That's all fun. That's all something to be very proud of and very, and, and very enthused about. But when you're on that leg press, those last 10 seconds on a leg press, I mean, I don't know. I'm not thinking fun at that moment. That's not fun, no. <laughs> <laughs> to, me, to me, again, I, I think a lot of people appreciate the very direct pro- approach about this as far as you know, saying, listen, I understand that you think exercise has to be fun. And I can understand your reason and reasons for wanting it to be fun, especially if you're going to spend three hours a week doing it. <laughs> Right. You know, I get it. I get that feeling. So, but here's 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 a relief for you. You can have fun without the guilt. You can have fun without mixing it up with your exercise and just do your exercise for 20 minutes, not thinking about fun, but get it over within 20 minutes. And I'm going to show you and convince you that 20 minutes is enough for that. That's how you start the consultation. That's how you start your introduction. That right now, you have to believe or want to believe that 20 minutes is enough and all it's going to take is for you to follow my my lead for six weeks and you'll get it. You won't have to have me have to talk you into it anymore. And then you'll be like, wow, this is great. Now I can have fun. The, the other, how many minutes are left in that week? Well, that certainly is what first attracted me to this workout. Minimal time investment with great returns. And in just a few months, I've shed a few pounds. My clothes are fitting better. And more importantly, I'm getting stronger. As a matter of fact, we'll include the PDF of my progress in the show notes. That way you can see how each week I'm lifting, pulling, pushing more and more weight. I love it. All right, there's the music, which means that we're close to the 20-minute mark in the podcast. So if you began your slow-motion, high-intensity workout at the start of this podcast, you'd be finished by now for the entire week. So as Adam just said, you can have fun the remaining 10,060 minutes of your week. Great discussion today. And remember, if you'd like to ask the team a question or have a comment regarding the power of 10, it's very simple. Just shoot us an email or record a voice memo on your phone and send it to podcast at informfitness.com. You can also leave us a voicemail by calling 888-983-5020, extension 3. That's 888-983-5020, extension 3. All feedback is welcome. Speaking of which, if you enjoyed the show, the best way to support it and ensure that we continue producing additional episodes is to subscribe to the podcast. And please rate the show and leave us some feedback and a review right here in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Acast, YouTube, or wherever you might be listening. To join us here at Inform Nation, give this workout a try for yourself. Just visit informfitness.com for phone numbers and locations nearest you. And please tell them you heard about the power of 10 from the podcast. I'm Tim Edwards reminding you to join us in the next episode, The Importance of Muscle. And we're not talking about just looking good at the beach, but all the physiological benefits that come from losing fat and building muscle. For Adam, Mike, and Sheila, thanks for joining us here at the Inform Fitness Podcast, 20 Minutes with Adam Zickerman and Friends, here on the Inbound Podcasting Network.